Here are some of the voicemails that was left for me in regard to my last podcast episode, protecting questionable behavior. Time's Up has no time for Joe Biden's accuser. Hey, Nicole, this is J.D. Mack here, once again, sounding off on your Joe Biden podcast. And let me tell you, I loved every second of it from beginning to end. And listen, whether I believe this mess about Joe Biden or not, this just continues to expose the hypocrisy of the Time's Up slash Me Too Mafia that we've been saying from the beginning. I mean, they have got to be kidding me with this mess. But let's say if uh, Cory Booker was accused of this, you think that they care that he was uh, running for the presidential nomination? Hell no. They would have gone after him the first second this happened. And you know what? This just makes it even worse because now that they have Harvey Weinstein, quote unquote, locked up, they can continue this mess for another good amount of years because that's what they wanted all along for him to be their back pocket to continue this mess. Just Good morning, Nicole. This is Sean from The Shy. I just want to say... Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for all that you give to us as a culture and a community. It does my heart and my spirit and my soul good to know that the next generation that comes behind me is finding awareness, is finding light, and finding an answer to all the questions that we have out here in this universe. So again, Nicole's view, thank you for all that you do. This is your girl, Sean from the Shaft. Best in the Midwest, signing off. Hey guys, it is Nicole here, back on this Sunday morning, you might as well say. I hope you guys are all doing good out there amid the coronavirus pandemic. And welcome back to Nicole's View. So, I was sent this tweet, um, I was DM'd this tweet, and I looked at this tweet, shout out Kia, I looked at this tweet and I said, what the hell, what is this, like, what, I was not even thinking about Spike Lee, I'm like, what's going on, like, and I click on it and I just read it and I'm like, oh my god, here we go, here we go. I just want to know, I I believe, I believe they have a coon clause when it comes to these contracts. I really do. I believe any of these Negroes who want to make it in Hollyweird, I truly believe they have to sign some type of coon clause in their contract because every time you turn around, I don't care what ideology they may have, what political ideology they may have, left, right, center, there always seems to be some type of tap dancing, mammy, buck dancing, conan. And I do believe there are times when you may have these Negroes who break the code or break the contract and they get sick and tired of tap dancing and cooning and you know, putting on a show for Massa. So they want to do the right thing. (laughs) 
pun intended. And I think it's backwards here with Spike Lee. I think we know Spike's history for most of us do. We know that Spike, he began as this humble filmmaker, trying to make it, wanting to show stories of black life being from the East Coast. And, you know, a lot of us was like, yeah, brother, we behind you. We're feeling you. We would listen to Spike Lee over the years, rant and rave about how it's hard for him as a black filmmaker and how the studios, they don't want to help fund any of his projects and how it's just so unfair and how hard it is, especially as a black man to create films, to put black life on film to make us look good, to tell stories, documentaries, you know, on and on and on and on and on, right? And for the most part, we've, you know, we have been Spike's biggest supporters. Over the years, it's been kind of tough though. It's It's been very up and down, up and down with him, hot, cold, hot, cold. But I think Hollyweird got sick and tired of hearing Spike Lee moan and groan and bitch and blah 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 so a couple of years ago they caved in and they gave Spike Lee an Oscar an honorary type of Oscar it wasn't even for as far as I can remember or recall it wasn't even for a movie it's just I guess an overall like a lifetime achievement award type of thing and when he won that that night um, I mean or when he received it, he, we all saw his reaction. We all saw, yeah. I don't know if it was the Lifetime Achievement Award or I want to say that he won something for that Black Klansman, I believe. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But anyway, Hollyweird finally gave him his um, White Approval Oscar Award, okay? And ever since then, I've noticed a difference with him. And I've sat back. I haven't said a lot because I'm like, okay, you know, maybe he's just having a moment here. You know, I still do dig a lot of his older work. I love the fact that he would hold these um, block parties in remembrance of Michael Jackson's birthday. I thought that was cool. He used to do that a lot up in New York. I'm like, all right, Spike. Okay, we see you. All right. But after he won this Oscar or was given this Oscar or whatever, he has put on the tap dancing shoes um, and bamboozled one of his films. I mean, we can say that we're bamboozled tonight because Spike, you, you, you're doing too much, okay? You're doing too much. We all know what he did not too long ago. He's talking about, you know, how Donald Trump you know, calling this coronavirus, the Chinese virus. He was on a caping episode for that. You know, we're we're looking at him sideways with that and other things he's done, you know, and I don't even want to get into it, but let's just say he's had some episodes and I think we're just like, okay, we see where you're going with this. Um, Do you have to, you know, take off the, the black cape and go put on the white one? I don't know what he's doing, but 
he is going to lose a lot of support if he doesn't stop what he's doing. Okay. And what he did with this tweet today or yesterday, I should say, it was tacky. In my opinion, it was tacky. It was 30 plus years too late if you truly felt this way. And it was just another way to get a pat on the head from these weirdos, these shea butter, uh, intersectionalist crowd. This is what this was. Um, to put this out there on, on Twitter, uh, it, it lets me know what he's on right now. And he's on one. He's on one. And I'm glad some of us are calling him out on it. I called him out on it. I, I did. I, I doubt if he responds to me. I'll keep checking to see if he does. But I saw this tweet where he says, For the record, school days was shot before a different world. But wait a minute. Before I read that, let me read the first tweet. And this actually all popped off because School Days is currently on Netflix. So I guess he's trying to get some hits from that. Um, People can can go watch it if they've never seen it before. I guess introduce a new audience to School Days. And we all know what School Days was about, about HBCU and... um, light skin versus dark skin house negro versus the field negro and whatnot and all this kind of madness um i was not too fond of that film i I, I just i got it but it was just like okay you know (laughs) anyway so that's the reason why he's out here doing this because school days is on netflix he's trying to get some that i guess that revenue and this is what he first said he said the most important thing about school days is A lot of black folks went to college and universities and not just black schools either. That is legacy of school days. We got our education, okay? And I'm like, okay. So this is supposed to be a sly, in my opinion, this is supposed to be like shade at Bill Cosby in a different world because that's where it's going. And I'm sitting up here saying to myself, no, 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 no. And it goes on to say next week, for the record, School Days was shot before A Different World. Robbie Reed cast both. Bill Cosby jacked us and he has hashtag fact, hashtag School Days on Netflix. Now, like I said, He did this because he wants to get some clicks on Netflix, okay? He wants folks who've never seen it. He wants the young kids who won't probably go research the facts about a different world and compare it, okay? He is relying on the feminist shea butter, man-hating, LGBT, intersectionalists to give this lots of likes make it possibly go viral um, and just continue to basically um, basically beat a dead horse. And that dead horse, of course, is 82-year-old blind black man named Bill Cosby who was politically and racially attacked um, with these false accusations and is currently in prison. Meanwhile, you have this 
Takashi 69 <laughs> a snitch, a known um, little wannabe thug who mingles with all types of criminals and whatnot. But he he's out free because of the coronavirus. Yet 82-year-old Bill Cosby, who served this country in the Navy when he was younger, um, they're not trying to hear it. They're not trying to hear it. And then you have this. You have Spike Lee. Sit up here and do this. For clicks, for views, for some likes. Pouring for attention. And this is the problem that I have with a lot of these Hollywood Negroes. Now, he can debate when school days shot when a different world shot that doesn't matter to me why it doesn't matter to me because the Cosby show premiered in September of 1984 the Cosby show planted the seed for a different world planted the seed for school days planted the seed for the Hogan family. Family matters. Growing pains. Full house. The Fresh Prince. Family matters. I could go on and on and on. If it wasn't for the Cosby show, a lot of these shows would not even exist. And we all know that the Cosby Show saved a nearly crumbling, bankrupt network called NBC back in the day. Saved it. Made it a profit. And then they turn around all these decades later and have all these lying, low-life, old dried, decrepit. Ooh, let me, let me stop. I'm, I'm on one tonight. He had these people come out here or they had these, these people NBC and whatnot all these years later and do this. So no, I, I'm not hearing this. I don't care if it came out. School days came out in 87, 88, 89. I'm not even debating that because we all know if it wasn't for the Cosby show, None of this would be going on. None of it. The Cosby Show, A Different World, it has been proven that those shows helped so many black students and inspired them to want to go to HBCUs and colleges and and, and whatnot. That's a fact. And I guess that just rubs Spike Lee the wrong way. I guess he's saying, no, we did that with school days. Really? One movie, but yet you had a different world that spoke on so many topics. And as we all know, a different world didn't start off as an HBCU. That's not how it was. It was, it it it, it didn't start off like that. That that's not how it 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 really. I, I want to say it did start off like that, but it was very white. Okay, and if it wasn't for Debbie Allen coming on and saying, okay, if this is supposed to be HBCU, we're going to do it like this. We're going to do it like that. We're going to change it around. 
And that's what they did. And Cosby was on board with that. And then you sit up here and to have Spike do this now, and even if he felt that way, why would you do it now? Why didn't you tell Cosby this back in the day? Why didn't you tell him this if you felt this way, that he jacked a different world with, uh, or jacked school days with a different world? Why didn't you tell him that way back in the day? Why are you doing that now? That's my issue with this. To me, you're just looking for some butter biscuits. You might as well do a part two of Bamboozled and be in it yourself. Because basically, that that that's it just should be it just should feature Spike Lee and everything you've said and everything you've done. Because this right here was so unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. And I made sure to, to reply to him. And I said, what's the point of this tweet, Mr. Lee? Mr. Cosby also donated to your film, Malcolm X. So let's not forget that. Bill Cosby was racially and politically railroaded and could potentially catch COVID-19, COVID, excuse me, while being an 82-year-old blind black man in prison. Can you make a doc on that? And if you need any help on that, I attended his second trial. It made my own mini doc exposing the hit job they pulled on Dr. Cosby. Those are the two tweets I sent him. And we will see if he answers that. I'll be checking to see. Because I'm sick of it. I am so sick of these Negroes. And this is why I don't watch none of their stuff. I, I really don't. My sisters and folks will tell me, have you seen this show? Have you seen that show? I tell them, I don't even watch TV like that. If I do, every now and then, I may turn on some Netflix. I may, you know, turn on a movie every now and then. But other than that, you know, no, no. Because I know what they're on. And I have zero interest in any of these Negroes and what they have going on. So would I say I'm shocked? No. Um, This is the easy thing to do, to kick someone when they're down, to beat a dead horse. That's the thing to do. That's the age we're living in. And I feel like Spike is dead ass wrong for this. Dead ass wrong. And like I said on my Facebook page, if I was Bill Cosby and I, and I bless his heart, he can't see it, but he's going to hear about it because he's blind. But if I heard about this, I'd be like, oh, really? You too, Spike Lee? So Spike Lee, now you're going to pretend to be like these colleges and universities who you know, took my money and, you know, used my time. I went to their schools and I talked to all the graduating students and this, that, and a third or whatever else things I, I would do in my time and my money. And then you turn around and do a 360 and, you know, well, why don't you give me back that money from Malcolm X? Since I jacked your stuff, write a check for me. Write me a check. I'll, I'll, I'll put it away. I'll save it away. Since I jacked you with a different world, you're saying that I jacked you and 
I jacked you from school days and basically stole. Well, why don't you write me a check? Give me a portion of what I, I donated. Hell, maybe even add interest to that. And then you can go on and on about how I jacked you. How about that? How about that? I, 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 I can't with it. I really cannot with it. And these same frauds will sit up here. Let's say this man gets out of jail, which I'm hoping he does soon. The truth comes out, even though we know the mainstream media is not going to report it. But let's say the truth comes out through folks like me, you, I, and others who have been talking about this at nauseum. It comes out. We know the truth is out there. They'll be the first ones out there. I knew something was up with that. I, I felt something was up with that. But you know, the times we were living in, the, you know, we just couldn't go there. You know, basically we just had to go with the crowd or go with the lynch mob, I should say. No, you stay with the lynch mob. You phonies, you fakes, you easily misled sheep. Go stay with the... the the lynch mob. And you wonder why. Y'all wonder why we have all this hell going on right now because there's so much evil in the air. And you wonder why you have something called the coronavirus ravaging, just just going crazy right now all over the world because there's so much evil. There is so much, I believe it, you can call me cuckoo crazy. I believe it. I believe there needed to be something like this. And even in times like this, you will have folks like Spike Lee who will get out here and, and do things like this. And you wonder why you have all this madness going on. Y'all had better wake up and get right. A damn shame. Spike Lee needs to delete this tweet. This is embarrassing. And of course, the coons and the idiots and the, the blind sheep, they'll like this crap. But for those of you, the real folks out there like you and me, he needs to delete this and pretend like, oops, I should have put this up here. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think about this. Feel free to leave me a voicemail. Make sure you are in a clear area so I can hear you nice and well because I would love to play back uh, your voicemails and what you guys have to say about the topic at hand. Um, And the voicemails are only a minute long. So make sure if you can try to get your voicemail in with under, well, under a minute or right before it cuts off um, so we can get everything. And, um, Yeah, that's basically it, guys. Um, Let me know what you think. And I will see you guys in the next video and or podcast. Take care.